0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co host. Karen. And it's late in the night. Okay, we're coming to you prime time on Sunday night. Yeah, I took a nap, so I feel great now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was tired. And hi. And we uh, are ready to give you some podcasts and find us everywhere you get podcasts. Search for us, uh, the Black Gal Tips everywhere, and we'll come up. Leave us, you know, your, your your five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Leave us your comments, your feedback on the website, your voicemails. We love all that stuff. We we had over a two-hour and something show yesterday just off of y'all's feedback. Y'all had a lot to say. People talking about us, y'all be having a lot to say. And I'm going to be honest, man. Like, I see the numbers. Our feedback show is normally a little bit lower than the regular show. Mm-hmm. And it always, you know, perplexes me because, one, if you're skipping shows, that's the show not to skip because it it lets you know if we said anything throughout the week that you might want to go back and hear. Mm-hmm. But also, that show, like, we do doing it for the gram. On that show, and yes. that's such a fun segment. Oh, that's so fun, and and I love it every week that we that I remember to do it. And um, <laughs> and there's so many you know characters and 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 fans who have become kind of staples of the show that way, and mm-hmm. you know over the years we've had people come and go because you know nobody listens forever, nobody always contributes and writes in forever. Right. You know, everyone has a season, but. Mm-hmm uh that's that's like my favorite show to do and uh yeah i hope y'all aren't missing out on it
2: yeah and also it's one of those things where we are not trying to find one of the few podcasts that actually do a true fan feedback Mm -hmm. so it's like if you write in if you comment and things like that we actually will read it versus kind of yeah other
1: shows don't do it and if they do it's like you know normally it's hard to stay consistent or they you know they don't they read like you know a little bit and it's like all right we don't want to do this shit we just want to talk about what we feel mm-hmm. and uh yeah we we truly do give people a place to voice their opinions just keep it respectful and nice that's
2: all we ask you know we're, we're not we're gonna, artists and we're sensitive about our shit
1: yeah we get we're not gonna agree on everything <laughs> no, but we not. try not to come at y'all neck y'all don't come at ours and we'll be all right we all sensitive over here yes we um are. all right well you know what it is it's time for a little bit of banter not too much apparently <laughs> <laughs> We won't make anybody <laughs> miss out on coronavirus news. So just a little bit of banter. And you will only get that joke if you listen to the feedback show. Time, I'll just bring up a couple things. Okay, unless you do you have stuff? for Yes,
2: not unless you want to go first. You can go first. You can uh, you to. go
1: first. You go first. And now I'll, I'll time mine by yours.
2: Okay, <laughs> I'll time mine by yours. <laughs> uh, the the first thing, and this is my fault. Like this, uh, this right here is 100 my fault. Roger has told me, and one day I'm gonna learn. Um, but I wish I hate. I'm I'm getting to the point now that I hate new bars. I hate them places that were like, we are the noodles, noodles are us, noodles, noodles, noodles. Fuck y'all, because you're not good at none of the noodles. Every All the noodles are all right or okay. None of them are outstanding. None of them stand out because you actually don't specialize. I have actually been to places that, like, this is our jam and the motherfucking noodles is flames because I love pad thai. So I ordered some pad thai and it was fucking noodles and ketchup. I knew it, but I was like, you know what? Maybe i give him a chance. No, fuck you. If I want a pad thai, I'm going to the pad thai place. The noodle, I I am a one-woman protest. Fuck you, all the
1: noodles everywhere bars. So for those that don't know, we went to Yame Noodle uh, not too long ago um and i didn't know it was like a chain i thought it was just like a oh new noodle spot uh close to us uh it's like y'all made asian noodles or something and i should have known by the name like oh fuck this is not gonna be what i expect because when you say just like nothing but noodles and all this stuff mm-hmm. when you say noodles that normally means like we serve a bunch of different styles of noodles and if you don't know anything about Asian culture, it's, it's like it's like saying Larry's African Food. Right. Or, you know, Jim's Joloff. And you go, oh, Jim's Joloff, okay. But then when you go in there, it's got everybody's version of Joloff, and you're like, oh, so then nobody's is good. None of these are going to be excellent. No. Or it's just hit or miss. What I normally do is I pick something they can't fuck up. Like, so I'll just... Like, I think I went with, like, some hot pepper chicken with some white rice. You can't fuck that up. It's just chicken and white rice, dog. You know, I'm just fitting to eat that. Put a little white rice on each bite. I'm going to be good. But Karen, of course, you know, always shoots for the moon. She always... <laughs> gravitates towards the most expensive thing on the menu, because, you know, that's what she does. <laughs> and so she ends up in the fucking, like, you know, the, the noodle section with all the, like, you know, oh, they got, they got Pad towel or they got this, they got, you know, whatever. And then, of course, you know, ends up disappointed. I don't know if I'll ever go back there again. Not that I was very disappointed. The only thing that was good was the Chinese food mm-hmm. that I got. Like if you that get sesame good. chicken, you are probably gonna be fine. But sesame chicken, sesame chicken everywhere.
2: Right. It's nothing spectacular yeah. about it.
1: I don't even know that that's Chinese. Right. Or, like right. I don't. I don't even like. I just know that that's what they give us in America. Like here you go, fat boy. Have some. We fried it for you and put sugar on it like you like. Right.
2: <laughs> and it's also one of those things. As somebody who likes to eat, who eats like different types of noodles, glass noodles, all types of noodles from, you know, places who specialize in this, you're highly disappointed. So I say just go to your favorite noodle shop. Don't go to the We The Noodles Everybody
1: Shops. So that's the thing. I don't go to noodle shops. We don't really go to noodle shops. Ramen is a place. That's not a noodle shop. That's ramen. Mm -hmm. You can get some ramen in there. Yeah, damn. If you want pho, you can get some pho at the places we go get pho from. Because it's called the pho yeah. place. Like, yeah, like they might have some other stuff in there, but they the, the the 18 pages at the front are all pho and and seafood soups and shit. That's what you get. So, you know, um, there are places that we, uh, you know, there's places that specialize in stir-fry and stuff. Like... Mm-hmm. um, uh the place we went to today, uh dumpling lady yes uh, Dumplin lady. where they have some stir-fried noodle dishes in there and stuff like that but yeah it, it, i hear you i and i and this to me i just don't fuck around with that stuff i, I always i'm never gonna be the person to tell Karen what to order because she's a grown-ass woman and <laughs> you know sometimes she can get an attitude if, if i'm like hey i wouldn't do that or whatever she she's like i know i want this or whatever so you have to let her make the mistake over and over.
3: <laughs> Eventually and I'm then gonna learn.
1: When she comes home with all the pad because she didn't eat none. Nope. And i my plate is almost empty because my shit was banging. It's just like, hey, it, that's what you chose to do. <laughs> right. It's so many left. I was like, look, are you gonna eat this noodle to ketchup? Cause I know I ain't. You knew we was at you knew we was at the damn uh <laughs> spaghetti warehouse and you chose <laughs> to go with mein, thinking it was gonna Think it's gonna be hitting? <laughs> not, don't, not an Asian person in the kitchen or in the front. <laughs> I was so disappointed we walked in, y'all made, but it was like we were already in the lobby. So I just said, "Fuck it," I might as well go ahead and eat. And plus, I'm trying not to eat anywhere crowded really right now. So it's right. like, fuck it, ain't nobody in here, which is you know a sign, right? But uh, <laughs> nobody was in there. You don't have a waiter. -mm. You just sit at a table, you make your own drink, they bring you your food, but it's not like a waiter, it's just somebody bringing your food from the kitchen. And uh, like I said, it wasn't like nasty to me. Some of the stuff was actually pretty cool, Mm -hmm. but yeah, you're always taking a risk with that. Um, Go ahead.
2: Oh, and uh, also, uh, something I got two more things. Also, um, uh, I think that the tip, you know how everybody goes around and complain about the tip. Just include the tip in your prices. Simplify shit. Because I think the thing that makes the customers upset after they purchase, they just want to make their purchases. They don't want to make their purchases. Yeah, we've
1: been said that. And
2: then go through the transaction. Yeah,
1: we. I mean, if it was up to us, we'd abolish tipping. It should yes. be in the cost of the food. We should not think about it. And if you don't want to, if the food is too expensive, you just don't order it, or don't eat there. But, like, they should be taking care of that. I'd, I'd gladly go to a restaurant knowing I don't have to tip, but the waiter, the waiters and the staff are all getting uh, above minimum wage and they're and maybe getting benefits and stuff like that. I'd I love that. I'd love that. I know it's expensive for a restaurant to take on. But I don't know if y'all have noticed food costs have gone up no matter what. So the bullshit about we can't pay our employees or the food's going to go up and no one's going to pay for it. Well, the food did go up in the last three, four years. People are still paying for it. So, yes, it proves that y'all were wrong we We could have paid seventeen dollars for that plate instead of thirteen dollars for that plate. People still gonna do it enough for you to stay in business, but that four dollar difference could have been the difference between like your employees having a life or needing to work two three jobs with no insurance.
2: Yeah, and America is one of the, the few countries like other places in the world do, but you know, it's prevalent here in America, other parts of the world, they be looking at you like if you don't get this money out my face, like I've seen stuff where they've talked about it and people be like, Why yeah. you giving me money? And because I uh scheduled an appointment for uh to get a massage <clears throat> and the the people told me they was like, Yeah, they was like just so you know, this was the last time I was, they was like, just so you know when you probably when you come back, they was like, We're gonna increase the prices across the board, but you're not going to have to leave a tip. I was like, "Bet." Mm-hmm. You know, cuz I tip really good anyway, particularly for massages cuz I I'm the type of person uh massages is like mine escape my getaway. So I you know, I'm like, I am gonna be here for the full two hours. Take your time. Don't be rushing. Don't be trying to get in. And I know me and you got two hours. So, you know, I you know I, I I I tip higher just for the fact that I know that two hours is a long period of time to be with my customer. But I block it out so and I pay the price. And so it it went up but I was like, okay, it's a little higher but now I got to worry about no tip, and I was thinking how nice that was just to pay the 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 upcharge just to be like okay at the end of your service everybody can leave and you don't have to do that awkward art staring looking can you cash at me type of thing you kind of just eliminate that whole process so I appreciate them for uh, leaving the tip in the cost of the in the massage even though the cost overall the cost went up which is fine because guess what the cost was probably wasn't eventually going to go up anyway and i uh was talking to the the lady that owns the place she was like yeah she was like we realized when we started uh 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 we were going to do this because we realized we i guess they seen other places do it, whatever she was like People, it was just less stressful for everybody involved. Less stressful for you because you know what your tip is because it's a, it's a calculating the price, and less stressful for the person coming in. They ain't got to worry about bringing cash and all that other types thing. It just eliminates all that. So that's what made me go on that particular uh, tangent. Mm-hmm. And um the last thing is, uh this is a hack, and I don't know. Maybe other people knew this. I did not know this. Uh, I clean the tub is not fun to me. It motherfucking sucks and it stinks. I do it because I'm obligated to, you know, because I shot my shower, my dirty ass in there. And so, um, I found out that if you take the, uh, easy off the foam free, not the, the, the smell free, the fume free, easy off. And uh easy off is used typically
1: for what cleaning the oven, oven right? Yes,
2: clean the okay. oven. It's the blue can. It's it's the blue can because they have. Okay, to, okay. and I'm, I'm just saying if anybody's listening, yeah,
1: the, they, the, yeah. The, but I just I'm not talking about which I I wasn't trying to get into a specific can. I'm trying to make a point about it's not it's not used for this. yes which is why people. This is why Karen is saying easy off. Alright, go ahead. Yeah,
2: yes, it's it's typically not used for this, but I was kinda looking online and people were kinda talking about, you know, you know, easy ways to clean the tub in the comment section and all that stuff. If you use the yellow can, you're faint. Don't use the yellow can, use the blue can. The blue can is fume free. Mm-hmm. It, it 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 has it has a smell, but it's like a light perfume. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing you're not gonna pass out. You that time you walk away, won't even realize that it it's there. So but basically what you do because I thought they was lying, I was like, bitch, you lying. So basically you take it, you spray your tub down, you let it sit There an hour and a half you come back you wipe that bitch down and all the soap scum is gone when i tell you bitch all the soap scum all the soap scum is gone bitch i'm not sprinkling no more comment i'm not fucking up my back i'm not getting on my knees bitch i'm spraying and i'm wiping i'm fucking lazy i hate cleaning the goddamn tub so you know it's one of those things where i was like yeah yeah and then i had some shit on the walls i sprayed it on the bathtub walls too and uh i wiped that shit down and i was like you know what i i am never going back so, you know, for those of you that's like me that clean the tub is not your favorite thing in the whole wide world, it, it 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 is a game changer.
1: Yeah, easy off is what it is, devil bitch. Um the thing for me is uh I sometimes go down a rabbit hole, uh, since I do so much stuff around the house where I'll go on YouTube and look up how to clean certain stuff. And it's a lot of, you know, hacks on there, you know, that, that, that motherfucking vinegar, (laughs) they're like water and vinegar and like a little bit of baking soda to take you a long way. But, you know, cleaning the oven, cleaning the dishwasher, cleaning the washing machine, stuff like that. uh, A lot of those hacks are right there on, on, on YouTube for you. So I suggest, you know, if y'all. Look it up, Google it, cause it's a lot of times it's, it's much easier to do that shit.
2: Yeah, because you know it's other people that's probably been having a problem for a long time too, and probably been trying to figure out what's the simplest and most easiest you know way. But that's the thing, I, I cause my thing is I want cause I am the type of person. Everybody that said they scrub free they they scrub free. Fuck y'all, you're not scrub free. I still got the motherfucking scrub. Scrub free means I should be able to go in and wipe the bullshit off. I shouldn't have to do no elbow grease. So scrub free should really mean scrub free. Scrub free means put a little bit of me on there, I get off what I can, and then you got to scrub the rest. No, fuck that. I won't I wanna be able to come and wipe you or run some water over you and bitch, I'm
1: done. All right. Uh just I've I'll just go through mine fast. Uh I love this time of year because it's the only time of year you can buy a bag of mini Twix and everyone thinks you're just a good person that's going to give candy to the kids.
2: <laughs> New, no, that's for us.
1: And I just take them home and I eat them for me. But everybody's yes. like, wow, this guy must really love his neighbors. And no, I don't. I don't even know their names. Um, when is the game boy going to grow up and become a game man? Okay. <laughs> Never. It's time to handle your motherfucking responsibilities. Shit. You've been a fucking boy For your whole life. 40 years. Okay. Over 40 years. What the fuck is happening? Um. And lastly, I was just walking and I had this thought because I seen a, a butterfly and I took like a video of it. And then I was thinking to myself, wow, how that's not a moth, you know? And I realized it. I was like, the only difference between a butterfly and a moth is that moths are butterflies that just sleep all day. You know? That's it. Moths come out at night. They're attracted to flames and lights yes, and shit. Yes, they
3: are.
1: Uh, you know, dealing with motherfucking spiders and shit that be out at night. You know, they got to deal with the real shit. And butterflies get all the credit for being all pretty and shit. All they do is get up earlier. That's it. You know, early to bed, early to rise, I guess. But it seemed like they, they getting by a lot on that. Because, you know, <laughs> moths is scary to everybody but it's just a, it's, I'm more of a moth than a butterfly I'm a night owl you know <laughs> anyway uh, let's get into the other news uh, real quick um, oh I didn't say the official weapon of the show is the folding chair and the unofficial sport bullet ball a bullet ball extreme 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 alright now we can get into the the rest of the, uh, the news um, here we go
0: Again? Look, here we go again. We got very variance. Really need to keep a mask on hand and follow the plan. Get the vaccine and second shots. Whether woman or man, black eye who tips is doing their part, but the dummies expand. Niggas would rather believe a bunch of misinformation. Fuck y'all idiots, not getting shots. Now we gotta regress. If we keep going in this direction, we never can rest. Never can get back to the lives we be living the best. Damn fool, stop the lion, stop the intubation crying. Cause it's your fault that, that motherfuckers, motherfuckers dying, huh? Damn fool, stop the lion. Stop the ventilator crying, cause it's your fault, motherfuckers dying. I do not understand this shit. I'm not a fan of this. We were like one win from the pandemic championship. But fuckers wanna leave it to game seven. With Giannis Delta Kumpo, blocking forward progression and Chris middle fingers to your plans, man. Damn. Huh. Looks like it's no Drew holiday for you and your man's. I'm sick of black people dying for real. So I'm just writing this new piece to let you know how I feel. Huh. Coronavirus. Yeah. Huh. Fuck that COVID-19 is unseen, it's creeping in the air for you to breathe. Huh? So fuck that COVID-19 is unseen, it's creeping in the air for you to breathe.
1: Yeah. Huh. So coronavirus. Yeah. Uh so here's the main thing about coronavirus news. Uh there's not a lot of outlets covering it anymore. Yeah, mostly like just stop. I used to be able to go to like certain websites like the AP website and there's like a whole section you just click on and it went from the front page to now it's in the menus to now they don't even have a section for it on their site so it's harder to get this news so when people say you know oh y'all haven't been covering it it's literally less articles to cover but and i try to like get a a good little amount before we start talking about it but shit maybe it was just gonna be one-offs and stuff and then you know i think unfortunately social media lends itself more to panic and hyperbole Mm -hmm. so it's hard to take social media as news because, of course, the sky is falling. Everyone's going to get it. We're all going to die. Right. There was a, a tick up, like, last month, and, you, you know, like, it, there's no in-between. Like, you let Twitter tell it, everyone's lying, and everyone's got COVID, and everyone's dying. But if you let, you know, if you follow news outlets, they're either not covering it or they're, covering it soberly you know like okay there is an uptick but people the hospitals can handle it there's much less deaths it's not like the surges of the past correct so I, I don't even know what you do with that but here we go um scientists develop breath tests that rapidly detects covid19 virus
2: oh let's go bitch yeah
1: now what's interesting is this is from like a minute ago like i want to say july the, yeah the august basically august and you don't see I don't I haven't seen these in in out in the wild. You right. know, and is it, now it could be because I'm not working in like New York anymore where we have a COVID person that comes in right. to test you and maybe then they would give you like a breath test instead of the mm. nose swab or something. Right. Um, or maybe it's just gonna take a while for this thing is going to be out in the public, but it only requires one or two breaths and it provides results in less than a minute.
2: That's what I'm talking about.
1: And the swabs, if y'all had to do those before, it normally takes 5 to 15 minutes depending on the test.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, that And my thing, you know, I wonder if it's so new. I don't know if it's prescription only or they haven't mass produced it to get, you know, because some shit like that, if is you can tell it's not mass produced yet because you would that shit would be everywhere. You would be coming out, hey! All you gotta do is breathe in the tube, breathe in the tube, y'all come yeah. to your local pharmacy and breathe in the tube, breathe in the tube, Bow it <laughs> over your counter and breathe in this motherfucking tube. Like it would be fucking everywhere. Y'all it's know how we do with new
1: shit. It's interesting too because yeah, I haven't seen any ads for it or much discussion since I read this article in like the end of July. And I mean, there's no nasal swabs. You don't have to wait fifteen minutes, like with home test. Um, they're like there's this came from uh technology that they were using uh to try to uh for, for like Alzheimer's disease related stuff. Mm. And it just so happened that they they managed to go, oh wait, you could also use this to detect the virus that causes COVID nineteen. Oh, let's go. Um So, yeah, I don't know if it'll just be, you know, available at some point or not. You know, also pandemic funding has been dried up because Republicans refused to uh, extend it um and uh a lot of that funding went to stuff like free test or yep. you know resources for industries and you know subsidizing the cost of of stuff for insurance and stuff and, and we're not getting that anymore
2: Mm-mm. the republicans is like everybody on your own so everybody goes to panic because they're like well i guess i'm on my own not that i want to be on my own but basically the government was you know republicans like well fuck y'all and you know, whatever happens, happens. And you're like, you can't be like this. That's why you need to actually vote people in office that it actually fucking governs.
1: Uh, clinical studies are continuing, and researchers soon plan to employ the device in clinics beyond Washington University's Infectious Disease Clinical Research union, Unit. So I guess they're still studying it. So maybe the study will go wider, and then this device will become available. Let's go. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um oh (laughs) insider.com I'm just reading the headline not the whole thing because I just think this is so true no you don't have the flu already it's probably COVID this is back when people in at the beginning of September like I got a cold and you know they do it now you'll see like a celebrity get sick and they're like in the hospital and they're like they have an odd pneumonia I'm like is it an odd pneumonia I mean I, and it, especially when it comes from people who've been vaccine deniers and yeah. COVID deniers and shit, like and people think it's an elder, and I think also there's a st- social stigma around even in our area of the world and our you know people around us there's this like stigma of like you got covid you must have been out here just wilding or you must not take it seriously or you didn't get vaccinated or something so i wonder if that leads to people saying it and then also the denial of like i don't want to miss out on stuff so you say it must just be a code i don't i'm not gonna take a test for it right because if Um, i take a
2: test then i have to be responsible right and people don't want to be responsible and i've realized a lot more people are starting to just counted off as a cold or whatever versus
1: actually testing to be sure. Uh COVID-19 took a toll on heart health and doctors are still grappling with how to help. Mm. Um yeah, is even a mild t- case of COVID sometimes can lead to people having like uh blood pressure spikes, uh heartbeats racing, obviously uh, even with slight exertion. Um you know, long COVID stuff, intense mm-hmm. chest pain. Um, so, you know, this, we now have a slew of people who had not had heart issues before that now have them. And we really don't know when or where it's going to pop up. That's one of the reasons, like, I think you see a lot of headlines now whenever like a athlete dies, um like a, a high school kid dies or something that now what's interesting is that those numbers are about the same as always, but we just, it, it wasn't national news before, but I think people are fucking scared. So now it's like, and and it's so fucking crazy. Cause we're polarized. Half of us are like, Oh man, is that the effects of like COVID? Right. Like did this kid have COVID at some point, and maybe never know. It, it gave him myocarditis? And then there's other people like the vaccine gave him the myocarditis, even though the odds of COVID giving you myocarditis are much higher than the vaccine doing it. Mm-hmm. It just it seems like that when you see an NFL player get hurt or something like I people and the vac and the people who are anti-vax are basically like anyone who dies, they bring it up.
2: Right, you know, know, and the thing is, unless you publicly tell people, most people don't know if you're fully vaccinated or not. They don't know, but they just bring it up just particularly if you're somebody who is pro-vaccine or you have said that, you know, you're pro-vaccine, they bring it up when you're like, bitch, none of this is true.
1: Yeah, it's just, to me, it's like, I remember Bill Russell died and he was in a commercial about getting vaccinated as a, a, a retired NBA player, him, Kareem, a few people, and he was old, like 80-something or something, and people, and when he died, people were like, oh, because he was vaccinated. So, like, that's where we're at. We're so polarized and siloed. People aren't even letting in any new information. So, I don't know that these... I just don't know that it even helps to, when we talk about this shit, but it's just interesting to see, like, hey, this, is ha- this could be... We possibly could be facing a slew of people dealing with heart issues as they get on with life, and it could all be traced back to COVID possibly.
2: That's true too. That's true too. uh, It's one of those things where uh, because the way everything is uh, set up now and get your vaccines, get your shots and things like that, but you know, uh, please be aware and watch out for the next few years if insurance companies start tagging COVID on shit and, mm-hmm. and, and start calling COVID a pre-existing disease and all this other bullshit because they know they don't want to cover the long-term costs.
1: A Miami real estate broker who used $381,000 in COVID relief funds on a Bentley luxury, luxury apartment gets three and a half years behind bars. Wow. Yep. Uh, she built the government out of $381,000. Um, Daniela Rendon, 31, pleaded guilty in April to one count of wire fraud, having been indicted in February on six additional counts of wire fraud, two counts of money laundering, and one count of aggravated identity theft. Yeah, man, the scammers were out during that that run on COVID when Trump and was in charge Getcha. and wasn't checking nobody's shit. And that was the
2: whole point. Trump was like, get it out there fast. We was like, can we please verify? He's like, don't verify
1: shit. Well, I think I, I think he doesn't want it verified because him and his friends be raiding right the coffers. Mm-hmm. You know, like we got proof that he puts like, you know, the wolf in charge of the hen house uh, in all these different departments. So scamming is life for him and his and his crew uh trump stopped wearing speaking of trump stop trump stopped wearing his medical mask during COVID because they smeared his bronzer cassidy hutchinson uh who worked in the white house a senior assistant to former chief of staff mark meadows she wrote a memoir and here's what i'm gonna say about this memoir all memoirs are self-serving all of them this one these kind of make me more upset than the ones where like a celebrity is like i'm telling my side of the story because like whatever people are messy they want to know those people's business Mm -hmm. what happens with these trump memoir people is that they do this like i was always a good person and he was doing bad things and it's like you benefited from those things you sat there and let those things happen right you didn't use any of the tools that were supposed to hold people like him accountable Mm -hmm. and now you want to tell us the quote-unquote truth because it's time to sell a book but your fucking truth is exactly what we thought it was it's never like we read this and go he did what i if you would have gave me a multiple choice question and one of the answers was he stopped wearing his mask because it smeared his bronzer i would have got this right so like no credit to you. <laughs> like, and, and this, this like thing where they like ing- ingratiate themselves back into s- polite society. Yes, like they do. Well, you know what? She, she's, she was, she said she didn't like it when he was doing those things. Well, she didn't say it at the time.
2: Right, and and, and and it's very, very frustrating because whiteness don't hold whiteness accountable. Y'all motherfuckers fucked up the government. You fucked up everything. You have people distrusting all the things that they're supposed to trust. You're part of the problem. You were on his goddamn staff, so that yeah. meant you believe in the bullshit he was spewing. Get you got criti- out
1: of here. You criticize him now for a check.
2: Right, and you criticize him now because everybody thinks he's fucking going to jail or at least being some form of accountable, so everybody's fucking jumping ship now. But if he was still in charge, you wouldn't have said a motherfucking thing.
1: Yeah, you criticize them now for a check, and this is what people do. Is well, I don't, I don't fuck with any of those people. Mm-mm. You know, even when people try to make an exception for Amorosa because they black and they want to support a black woman, I see her the same as the same type of snake, man. You don't was, care. you was cool helping the scorpion cross the river, dog. You lose your job now. You want to come out and tell us the truth? Yeah. Whole thing seemed like designed to sell a fucking book, and that's cool if that's the kind of person you want to be. But I ain't gotta like that shit. So anyway. um, she tried to be like uh, the depth of his vanity had caused him to reject mask and reporters never even knew how much it was. Well, we would have known if you would have said something. Right. And, of course, this kept, you know, people getting COVID and, and his yeah, right, loyalists, his staff, his loyalists, right. his, yeah, his, his, loyalist, his fans, the Republican Party, the Republican voters. They, more people got COVID because they thought they were identifying with this fucking sociopath. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he's being a strong man like no he's been a vain man uh return to office means fewer treats for
0: dogs
1: (laughs) yeah people been home with their dogs for the last couple years and they've been feeding their dogs and treating them good and shit oh i honey i know dogs are having a motherfucking fit they like what do you mean you got to leave right you know i was was like fuck this i was talking to somebody uh on a podcast i listened to and he was talking about how his dog died, and he said it really hit him hard. And, uh, you know, to the point where, you know, they weren't able to really even do the podcast every day. It was because oh, right. it, it bothered him so bad. Mm-hmm. And I just DM'd him to be like, you know, I'm sorry to hear about your dog, and I really appreciate your work, I appreciate your podcast, mm-hmm. and, I, you know, da-da-da. And he was like, yeah, I don't know how it didn't occur to us, but spending every day with the dog for three years <gasps> – you know, we a- knew it was an older dog, but when you spend that much time with your dog, man, like, it, like you, that's going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's like, I don't know why it didn't cross my mind that way. But now people are going get, going back to the office because uh, they're kind of being forced to. Right. And, yeah, you're not going to be around your dog as much. And I'm, your dog going to feel some separation. You're and- going to feel some separation. Right. I get it.
2: Right, and you know, and, and dogs express it in various different ways, you know, dogs express it by, you know, chewing on shit, tearing things up, you know, but, but a lot of it is separation anxiety, so it's like you kind of, as the parent, have to kind of adapt and adjust and, and you know, kind of get them used to you not being there for long periods of time. And even for dogs, even for cats too, you know, because cats grow their attachment to you also. being but not for cats, they don't
1: care. <laughs> um, taxpayer cash. Some do handful, eight. Ta- taxpayer cash to be used to bankroll more COVID vaccines. Biden administration will use $1.4 billion to develop new virus drugs and shots. Let's go. And that's why it matters who's president. Mm-hmm. Um And that's why our president is more than one issue. So, you know, I, I've been seeing the don't vote tweets try to pop back up. You're not tricking me, motherfuckers. Y'all on your own with that bullshit. Yes, you are. Um, I don't want Donald Trump in charge of the country because y'all threw a tantrum. I'm sorry. Ain't that the truth. Uh, brain fog and other long COVID symptoms are the focus of new small treatment studies. So we're, this is something where people are still trying to figure this out. Um this is I believe, let's see, the uh is this happening here? Yeah, yeah. Um uh Monday's announcement from the NIH's one point one five billion dollar recover project comes amid frustration from patients who struggle for months or even years with sometimes disabling health problems with no proven treatments and only a smattering of rigorous studies to test potential ones. Uh, this is a year or two late and smaller in scope than one would hope, but nevertheless, it's a step in the right direction, said Dr. Ziyad Al-Alai of Washington University in St. Louis, who isn't involved with the NIH's project, but whose own research has highlighted long COVID's told. Um, So, yeah, they're still trying to find answers. It's a mystery to a lot of stuff. Um, and I'm sure there's some answer out there. Well, we don't even know why certain people get long COVID and some don't. Right. There's sometimes people can get COVID multiple times before they get long COVID. Uh, It seemed like kind of a crapshoot right now. Because
2: there hadn't been enough studies. Yeah, and it's
1: very scary because you don't know if you're one of those people. So, uh, yeah, man, I think it's, uh, you know, it's good that they're studying and I hope that ramps up now that – We're living with it. Yes, we are. So we should be studying the after effects of it because I think a lot of people are going to be experiencing them. Yes, sir. Uh, CVS responds quickly after pharmacists frustrated with their workload don't show up. Sound like a strike to me.
2: Yeah, it do. And uh, particularly with everything been happening and with people being sick. I could see a lot of pharmacists like, hey, dog, y'all got me doing the flu vaccine. Y'all got me doing the COVID vaccine. Y'all, you know, that. and if you realize, I, I know about us, I, I seen a lot more pharmacies have a sign up. We ain't here from 2, 2.30. Like they was like, and a lot of that is so the pharmacists can actually have a break.
1: Right. So like what, a lunch break. So what it is, is it, they're upset about the staffing levels. Mm. basically they have open positions in these pharmacies and they're going unfilled, which means the work, the pharmacists who do show up are overworked and they have too much of a workload. Um, and I, I mean, when you, and especially when you come out of the pandemic, quote unquote, um, you're still dealing with COVID infecting people. And that means people have to get treatments. They go see their doctors. They get, they and get prescriptions and medication, all that stuff. And they breathing in your face all day. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And then you have pharmacists that have probably gotten sick, pharmacists that, you know, uh, quit, stuff like that. People died, all this different stuff. And so you have these people that have been overworked, had to do work. They were not originally doing stuff like all those fucking COVID tests. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, for a lot of this stuff, I feel like they're um, it's it's just time. Where like people are fed up, and that's where you're seeing a lot of these strikes come from and stuff. And this isn't a strike in the pay us. This is actually a strike of them saying give us more help. Not yes. like they're not even asking for more money in this case. Not that that wouldn't yeah. be a problem. They said but, more staff. Yeah, <laughs> they they not demanding vacation. They want help. So that tells you a lot about the conditions of what's happening in CVS. Yeah,
2: you probably got them pulling like twelve
1: hours working two and three stores and shit. They was like, this is too much. Uh, Delta Airlines to refund millions of dollars to customers following canceled flights during COVID-19 pandemic. Yes, because the
2: the thing about it, it was some bullshit because fuck y'all, y'all got government money and shit. Like, that's what people are going. Y'all got fucking government money. Shit was canceling. I don't want your motherfucking refund. I don't want your motherfucking credit. I want my money motherfucking back. And they tried everything. We get give you credit for three years. No, bitch, I want my money. I didn't go nowhere. I was fucking stranded because you canceled the flight. Not me, bitch, you
1: uh the rock uh, the rock band kiss is being sued uh this lawsuit from a widow bl- alleges kiss is the blame kiss is to blame for a guitar tech's covid-19 death hmm. the group kiss the group kiss okay. the rock group kiss mm-hmm. so basically this dude Fran stuber toured the world with kiss he served as a frontman uh paul stanley's guitar tech guitar stanley's guitar tech um his job was to make Paul look good feel safe da, da, da. so what happened was um they went on tour in 2021 despite the pandemic and everything um and so that's probably of a few acts then 2021 because nobody i feel like went again to like
2: 2022 2023 yeah
1: i feel like that's that sounds early mm-hmm. you know sounds a little early but you know also it was late enough for people to have like um protocols that protect each other. When the vaccine so, even out then? Hmm? Was the vaccine even out? I guess I gotta Google this. Oh, I'm sorry. Um when did the COVID vaccine come out? Um yeah, December 11 2020, yeah, I thought so. So okay. um but the 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 issue I think is a couple here. Number one the accusation is they didn't follow the pandemic protocols for keeping them safe
2: Mm, like they didn't
1: follow the ban. like according Mm -hmm. to the lawsuit um yeah like it was protocols
2: in place and y'all didn't follow them to protect the staff
1: yeah um they also sent him to the hotel to quarantine because he him and some other people had tested positive Mm -hmm. um and uh i guess no one took him to the hospital or anything too um, even though they told he said they someone was supposed to take him to the hospital. They they were going to send somebody. No one did and so by the time they did, he was dead. Oh no! Uh, his, uh, his family says he expressed concerns about the lack of COVID protocols as there had been an outbreak on tour lasting weeks involving members of the crew. Yeah, the thing I keep thinking too is um, not to stereotype but i'm fitting to number one you're talking about older whiter male people
2: who was dying at the highest the most likely
1: to kind of think this covid thing is some bullshit you're also talking about like this rock and roll style of like you know whatever i can see that being like a part of the mentality of like man fuck it um You know, because, you know, rock and roll is the opposite of rules. Like, you don't think of rock and roll. I'm sure you're supposed to be this way, but you don't think of them backstage following all the protocols, wearing masks, and doing shit. Mm -mm. Um, And a lot of people tore it because they just wanted to feel normal and have money. Yes. Um, And so I could kind of see, you know, those things conflating into something like this. I don't know if you're going to be able to win this lawsuit to be honest because you're right a lot of people died of COVID, and i don't know if we've had lawsuits that successfully been able to put the onus on someone else and win maybe we have but i don't i mean we've been covering this news for three years now i don't remember any of this like oh this you were the reason i got covet and i won a lawsuit for it you know right uh, so maybe you'll win for them not sending someone to take them to the hospital. I could see that piece. But I'm not sure. But yeah, it's just sad. Um, but yeah, that's coronavirus news, everybody. Uh, that's what you wanted us to cover. Ah! so you informed you're up to date <laughs> a little less bantering up front yeah and i guess in a month whenever there's enough articles that do another segment we'll cover it again since it takes so fucking long these days maybe we'll get to cover this shit uh another time yes but so we're still
2: out there y'all let's
1: move into some regular news regular ass news um let's see new jersey authorities remove an anti-hamas billboard after receiving over 100 complaints um yeah the billboard said essentially um oh don't be naive Hamas will also behead you because what people are seeing is that uh, a lot of the rallies to support palestine and in some cases yes you see people actually supporting Hamas which is is pretty controversial considering they absolutely did kill 1400 people and kidnap a bunch of people but um some of the people supporting solidarity showing solidarity and support for Palestine and possibly Hamas are being like gays for Hamas and Jews for Hamas and stuff like that and so this billboard is obviously trying to point out to them, like, Hamas is a Muslim, like Muslim, quote-unquote, terrorist, quote-unquote, well, I guess terrorist, not quote-unquote, but terrorist organization, blah, 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 that if the rules that they enforce on the Palestinian people are oppressive rules that would not so your solidarity is not really going to be they would not actually support you yeah that's what they're trying to say i've heard people try to make that point several different ways i'm not saying it's a moot point but i just think the people that are supporting palestine aren't necessarily trying to support Hamas.
2: all right you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but
1: yeah but i don't know how you thread that needle either you know what i'm saying but the point being um this group called "You Belong," J E W Belong. I don't know if it's supposed oh, to be no. like "You Belong" or play on that. Anyway, they the billboard got called down. A hundred calls to police were were made, which is which is interesting because like you you can call the police on a billboard, right? What the billboard do other than just be there? <laughs> uh, this is just one of those things I didn't know. Mm-mm. You know, like when I see something on a, a billboard that offends me, I've never thought, like, I'm gonna call the police. <laughs> and that's the whitest shit I ever heard. Hello, 911. Can I speak to the billboard department?
2: <laughs> yes. Who did I speak to about this offensive billboard?
1: Yeah, according to this website, the website of Jew Belong, their main goal is to confront anti Semitism as they seek the ways of awareness and oppose hatred against Jews. And yeah, it's, I, I look, man, like I said, I've seen stuff from all kinds of people and some of it delves into stuff that seems to be anti-Semitic to me and what I've been told anti-Semitism is and I'm not right. saying just the people that are like you know talking about Palestine but then I've also seen people who just say something simple like you know I I, I don't think any innocent lives should be taken or you know I caution a peaceful solution and people being like that's anti-Semitism and I don't agree with that. Mm-mm. So I I don't. Yeah, I, it just seemed like this billboard was never going to be able to stay up uh, <laughs> with the t- with the current climate of, of, of the world right now.
2: Yes, everything is black and white to a lot of people.
1: Dave Chappelle triggered a walkout after criticizing Israel's airstrikes during a recent show. Uh, it was reported that some audience members exited the event when Chappelle voiced criticism towards Israel's airstrikes in Gaza and expressed his views of support to uh, of students who support Palestine. Um, yeah, uh, they said during his show, some audience members voiced their support for his comments by shouting, Free Palestine. Meanwhile, others questioned his stance with shouts of what about Hamas. This led to certain individuals choosing to leave the event. The exchange with the audience unfolded following Chappelle stating that students should not face job repercussions for their support of Palestinians. According to reports, a member of the audience responded shut up after his statements, prompting Chappelle to make further statements about Israel. The audience was cheering Chappelle on during his tirade. I was sick. We were sick. I turned to my friends and wife and said, I think it's time to go, one attendee wrote on social media. We walked out and met up with uh, many other Jews leaving the show. Never in my life have I felt so unsafe, so fearful of what I was witnessing. Uh, Nevertheless, a spokesperson for Chappelle contradicted the reports by stating he denies being in Boston that night, despite the fact that Thursday's event was one of the planned stops of his tour. Denies? That just sounds like him being a dick. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the knob <non-man> in boston <laughs> Why well, you in boston or not sir that's some bugs bunny shit but um here's the thing i'll say though that it made me think about if you were at chappelle's show in 2023 you been at that means you are come to his show to, to support him or get his comedy or whatever mm-hmm. after the snl jokes about jewish people and kanye and stuff yep uh after all this trans stuff he's been saying yes sir and he's been couching all of that his defenders have been couching all of that as a freedom of speech issue Mm -hmm. so if you support his freedom of speech or whatever it sounds like you would be there supporting even the fact that he said something you disagree with mm-hmm. that's what a lot of people said about the trans stuff was i don't agree with it but he just right. a comedian he got the right to make a joke he can't make jokes they shit. and what i think is interesting about this because i doubt it was like a joke that he was making what i think is interesting is if he would have got up there and said a bunch of transphobic shit you would have stayed yes and you would have laughed and you would have thought it was you would thought it was funny and it, it was his right to do it. And all the free speech arguments that were made for him to me was all people that just low key agreed with what he was saying. All right. And when they low key agree, they can all of a sudden they turn to the motherfucking the people that wrote the Declaration of Independence on your ass. Ah! You know, but clearly there's a line for you. It wasn't trans people. It was him saying a black muslim man in America saying He identifies and supports the people of Palestine and the students that protest and support Palestine. Not really a shocking point of view at all. If you know any black Muslims in America, most of them probably feel like that. You know, like then don't talk to them. Then if y'all don't want to hear that just shit, don't talk to them. Don't go to their show because they might fuck around and say that shit. Because they, uh, they, that's this has been their American experience, right? And and the solidarity they feel with those folks. So it's just been it's interesting to see how like this was so offensive, and now you were unsafe when it was trans people walking out. Oh nah, that they needed to stop being so fucking sensitive. Correct. You, you know, know what I mean? Nobody was gonna bother you when it was when it was everybody else. It was stop being so sent. What's the problem? It's just a joke. He's a comedian. Why y'all acting like he the, the fucking president or something? And now it's I've never felt more unsafe in my life. You went to an unsafe place. Dave Chappelle is the opposite of a safe space comedically. He is trying to be unsafe as a, as a rule. So I just think that was interesting that that you would even be in that show. And and walk out and walk out, really. But anyway, I just thought that was an interesting story. Yes it is. Uh everyone's talking about, you know, Jada Pinkett. Oh, actually, you know what? No. I put this in the wrong segment. Mm mm. This is more of a gender wars thing. Okay,
2: Mm-mm. put it in gender wars. I
1: almost messed that up. Almost Let's fucked go it back.
2: up. Put it in the, put it in the right column. Yeah,
1: I put it in there. I messed up. All right. Suge Knight launching a podcast called Collect Calls of Suge Knight from Behind Bars. Are you serious? Yep. <gasps> yep if the calls don't start with if every podcast don't start with you have a collect call from hey man the shooting night don't hang up man take the <laughs> yes
2: if it don't start with the serial music what is this
1: if it don't start with with that because i remember when i was in college we'd have people call from prison, prison. Mm-hmm. they just randomly would dial dorm room numbers and they i believe they were blocked from calling a girl's dorm so what they would yes. do is they would call our dorm, the boys' dorms, uh, that's right, our HBCU was, was you know, set, set, segmented out by gender. So they would call the boys' dorms and then ask you to transfer the call to the girls' dorm. And they didn't even have specific girls in mind.
2: Mm-mm. Just,
1: Just a any girl. number. Any girl's number. That's any. how horny these niggas were. And I don't know if they ever got through or whatever. I guess the, I, I assume they just were jacking off to just a hello. Because I. <laughs> you know, back then it was hello with the, with the music in the background. That well, was Well, no, no, shit. I'm not talking about with hello a like a voicemail. I'm saying, like, if you call somebody from jail to talk to them, cold calling them. Right. As a college girl, I just doubt that you're getting a long conversation with most girls. It's going to be like, who is this? I don't know you. Why are you calling me? And I guess you got your dick in your hand the whole time because you're going to get 30 seconds before they're like, no, stop calling me from prison. All right. Get off my phone. All right. I actually have real boys I can fuck on the yard if that's what I was into. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, I but the thing is, you get a call and it'd be like, you have a collect call from such as such at this facility and then it from a, in, a you know an inmate at such and such facility and they'd be like they have about 10 seconds to convince you not to hang up yes and in that 10 seconds they would be like hey bro please don't hang up man come on man just do me a favor bro i just need you to transfer the call come on now dog and, 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 and then <laughs> it'll be like do you accept the charges yes or no and the charges were technically going to the university not our dorm rooms right so you could accept the charges it didn't cost you nothing but you know i'm i was i would say no i don't know these niggas and it seemed shady Mm
2: -hmm.
1: it would be different if if like they were calling because they i need to talk to my daughter who's you know in in a different dorm and and this the only way i can afford it but this shit was just on some like i need human contact what them titties look like? I I don't know what you in jail for. No, sir. You know, I've, now I'm now I'm a fucking accessory after the fact. <laughs> right? They come knocking on my door. No, right. thank you. You this could be some woman you harassing or some shit. Right. I transfer you over. You like, bitch? I'm gonna kill you. I got people on campus that this guy that know what you live. And I'm like, I didn't know anything. I just no. was helping him out. But I'm not gonna be part of the problem. Anyway, Sug podcast. Hopefully, it just won't be, um. Uh, another relationship podcast i don't care if Please it's a crime podcast no more relationship yeah if it's another hip-hop crime podcast fine okay. i'm good with that uh he plans to address individuals allegedly using his name for clout in his pod in the podcast He wants to confront former associates like akon harry o master oh uh, wait harry o master p dr dre snoop Dogg, and whack 100 among others yeah that's scary as hell nope Mm-mm. uh and then you just have to hope that nobody gets like shot up behind this or some shit or you know these podcasts and rappers like shit is happening in our mm-hmm. industries it's scary mm-hmm. motherfuckers going to jail jail um yeah, they is. but he also wants to educate the younger generation about the music industry I can't wait to hear that.
2: <laughs> right? What kind of tips he going to give? See, a lot of y'all
1: don't know, right? When you want to get a contract signed, you got to hold them by the calf. Now, see, people think you hold them upside down out the balcony by the ankle. Now, that's how you drop a motherfucker. Now you got murder charges. Uh, if you want to get it signed, you hold them by the calf because that's not going nowhere. And you can tuck it at the knee. And you just say, hey, motherfucker, sign over the contract. And then, you know, they'll sign it over. And that's, that's, that's tip number one.
2: Yeah, I mean, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. It's one of those things where, you know, he probably built a lot of that. But, like, that's what I heard you do. Right.
1: Yeah. That's just, that's just tip number one. Tip number two, okay? Uh, How to put a gun in a motherfucker's mouth. Now, you don't want to hold the gun. A lot, a lot of people these days, they, they frown on the sideways, gun hold but see, the thing they don't tell you is when you've got a gun in a motherfucker's mouth, he's down on his knees, you want to turn it sideways because then he, he going to be able to talk. He can't really talk when you got the gun pointed the, the straight way because it's too deep in his throat. Yeah, He's not sucking your dick. It's not deep-throating the, the damn gun. You want him to, to say... Please don't shoot me. Yes, I'll sign the contract. Here's all the rights to my, you know, uh, royalties. That's what you want them to do. So, you know, that's that's tip number two, you know. Yeah, yeah at least that's what I've heard. <laughs> Listen, uh, a lot of people think you should murder people. I'm of the school of beat them to an inch of their life. Now, how can you get to an inch of their life? That's a good question, okay, because a lot of times you think you're beating them. <laughs> To I, the end of their life, and then they did. dead. You know, this is a series of 25 calls because you, yeah. you ain't gonna be talking about for some All right, long. that's it for this episode. It's only five minutes. I, I'll call y'all back. Uh, tune in next time. Bye.
2: Right, about <laughs> the same.
1: This call has been terminated. And that's, by, that's, gonna yeah. be an, that's gonna be the end of the show <laughs> every time I'm like, this you know call who, has been terminated. You no, know who really gonna be listening to this show? The FBI. The They're show. gonna be liking every episode. Like. Let me tell you, next episode t- up, FBI. Let me tell you what really happened to Tupac. Next episode, the FBI liked this clip on Instagram. Yes, they did. Uh, let's see what else is happening. They're gonna um, they gonna look. They're gonna like followed by the FBI. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> on all the sites,
1: DJ Vlad uh, shared the clip. Um, let's see what else is happening. Uh, Jada Pinkett said that the Oscar slap reaffirmed her marriage to Will Smith after years of separation. I'm leaving here as your wife, she said. Is that an in-person conversation presented in partnership with CAA and Vanity Fair in New York City on Monday night? When I was sitting at the Oscars, it clicked in. As soon as I was like, Oh, snap, you hit Chris. I was like, I'm riding with you. I didn't come into this place as your wife, but I'm leaving here as your wife. But I'm le uh because we got a storm we're going to have to deal with together, and I'm not gonna leave your side. And uh you know, assuming any of that is true. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry, is
2: good for you. I'm I sorry, guess. I don't know if it's
1: true or not, but assuming he any knows. of that, assuming any of that happened the way she said, I totally, one hundred percent understand why Chris Rock is like, "Can y'all leave me out of this?" I get it, because he, like, at this point, like, I did my jokes. I want to move on with my life. You motherfuckers are going to milk this. Even more, mm-hmm. I'm not even saying nothing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing left to say about me, really. Nope. You know, and every time y'all say something, they gonna ask me some, to say something, and it's, yep, it's getting a little bit wild for your boy. I'm yeah. I'm trying to do other projects now.
2: Right. He's like, this is a connection connected that I'm connected to that I didn't even ask for.
1: Yeah. So, well, I'm sure it'll be over in a week or so. Um, mm-hmm. as far as. This press run, but then when they drop that red tabletop,
2: it's gonna be on uh, all... that shit
1: coming right back.
2: Yes it is.
1: It's crazy. They're gonna be linked forever. Yes, sir. The, the three of them.
2: Whether they want it to be or not.
1: Yep. Uh, but yeah, we'll see if that any of that comes to pass as being true. Um super Scott, Tim Scott Super Pack cancels T V ad reservations as his campaign sputters.
2: Mm, you don't say. It's not working
1: out for him.
0: Mm,
2: not working, not quite working out. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, you know, the the clown cost some of y'all motherfuckers gotta drop out.
1: Being the possibly gay black p- Republican presidential candidate not working out in the era of Trump. What? Who would have thought that? What? <laughs> Word. <laughs> no support.
2: Oh my goodness.
3: What? No, you got the what? The- I am
2: shocked.
0: Shocked. Well, not that shocked.
1: Like, come on, man. You you never had a chance. And honestly, man, you have no self-respect because you look worse than you did before. And you already look like shit. Just sold out for nothing. Just got nothing out of it. The pack money dried up on your ass. They don't even want to put commercials pretending they fuck with you.
3: Mm-mm.
1: Like, they was putting out statements like, man, we just, look, he ain't it. We need to find somebody that can actually rival Trump. And I, what's funny is none of them can, Mm-mm. but the rest of their packs ain't drying up like yours did. It'll always be the black one to go first. And I know his dumb dumbass is gonna blame motherfucking uh black people, Democrats, and whatever else the Republican playbook is. Any in in and, and at the last resort, he'll go, and it happened to me because I'm black. And you'll be like, well, who are the people that were racist to you cause you were black? Because Democrats don't vote in your primaries. Well, they don't. And it's not gonna be the Republicans, it's not gonna be his donors, it's not gonna be his pack people. It's gonna be the media or some nebulous whiteness that 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 he ain't never shook hands with. Meanwhile, the whiteness call is coming from inside the, the house which you occupy while you know, you know what you do in that house.
0: Mm-hmm
1: no sir and if it is, you know what i mean (laughs) uh but (laughs) but yeah tell scott shit is basically a wrap um let's see uh let's move into um let's move into a different segment let's do some uh let's do some fucking with black people all right it's been a minute uh might not do gender wars today i have gender wars content i just Actually, you know what? Nah, Not fuck it. Let's do gender wars. All right, guys, y'all want y'all. This is what y'all come to come to the show for <laughs> anyway. Uh, let's do one gender wars.
3: We're going to war. Gender war. There's a war going on outside. Gender war. There's a war going on outside. Gender war. war.
1: war. war. All right, gender wars time, guys. We got new content new new beats to beach feet oh my goodness these are adding up my goodness uh let's go with this one brian mcknight is back oh he telling us how the pussy works no no he's back and he is telling us how family works because he disowned his original black family and he's been having these biracial children that he is owning uh now he's and so in this case he changed his own name to legally to brian mcknight senior even though he already has a brian mcknight jr from his original marriage brian mcknight had a new son that's brian kaonoa makoa jr um and he says, now I want to change my name to Brian McKnight Sr. To, for this kid. Mm-hmm. I've legally changed my name to exactly match my legacies. Uh, so he he's, he's now very proud of this family. His other family is on social media, and they do be in the comments. Mm-hmm. So People says, do be talking to them. So he said, fuck them kids. He literally said, yeah, he's what kids you know i think is what he would say Mm -hmm. and this is definitely a gender war because uh women for the most part are not fucking with brian mcknight they think what he's doing is fucking terrible and dastardly Mm. right and men uh i've seen a lot of them not all obviously but i remember listening to Firestarter's podcast when they talked about it and it's very much like what did them kids do? What did, they must be on his nerves. That family must have done something to him to make him beat us, which is the, the he's not he he's not doing terrible things out of nowhere. Someone did terrible things to him that put him up to it. And his children are grown from his original marriage. So they they're are. like, you know, they must have done something as grown ups or whatever. Meanwhile, because these kids have been happen. telling their story.
2: Okay, I didn't know. Yeah, like I said, and and, and those are things that can happen, but yes.
1: Well, we talked about it on the show before, so you just don't remember, but we went into like detail about some of the posts his Ah, daughter and son were making, and they've been saying shit was fucked up since they were kids with him. Mm. Not like, we was asking him for money, and he said no, and they came off like spoiled brats, right? which, you know, if that happened, obviously they wouldn't say it, but he's not even saying that. Oh, they keep asking me for shit, and I don't want to give it to them. Um but yeah man it's it looked bad and motherfuckers fight every time he this dude How about the same time he make a post every time he does this shit we gotta go through the gender wars again so you know it's it look real skeevy you know and he what can you say you know um Brian McKnight is so wicked, tweeted one critic. He changed his last name to McCoy McKnight so he could name his newborn baby Brian McCoy McKnight Jr. When he already has a son named Brian McKnight Jr. I don't know how much more wicked one can be. I've never seen anyone proudly demonstrate how much they hate their children like Brian McKnight, said another person. Changing his name to match the new baby when he's already got a junior is next level cruel. He's a trash human being for not only doing it but also putting it on display to the world yeah man it's it's a wild story and I, I have no idea what happened in that family but to some extent you would like to hope or think i guess that the adult in the situation would be the one to have a cooler head and not keep the shit going right. but at least from my point of view or this you know from our thousand yards away it seemed like he being the one that's messy and keeping it going
2: Yeah, because this is something you could have did and not said anything about it, but you publicly put it out there knowing that you're going to get a response.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I guess he was always like this. You know, if I was his kids, I have one last cry and move on from this shit. Mm, That's the truth. You know, like, I'm not, mm -mm. like, I know y'all have felt this way before. Every time he posts on. (laughs)
2: Every time he make a new post. Come on. <laughs> I know. You like never felt this way.
1: And yeah, and then you Until to, you. You have to watch as the kids get older because he's gonna do this on all their birthdays. Six, eight, twelve. It mm. don't matter. It don't matter. He never coming back home. Nope, he ain't. And he you know, I, I think this is insane. This this is crazy love that he got for these kids. <laughs> I don't know your mama used to be his girl, but every mama. time he goes away, uh, just got to start back at one.
2: This, this is never good,
1: never good.
2: Mm-mm. It's bad. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody man. who used to fucking love his music.
1: Man, his, his first, uh, I mean, I didn't know shit about life at this time, mm-hmm. but his first, the album, fuck, what album was it? The album, maybe, I think it might have been I Remember You or Brian McKnight. I don't remember which one it was. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was it was Brian McKnight, the 1992 album. Uh, it just sounds so stupid, but um, I was in junior high school, and this girl basically uh, broke up with me. After we had kissed. We had only kissed, but
2: Oh I, shit first.
1: I thought base. I was in love. You couldn't tell me nothing. We held hands and kissed in the hallway. What? And ah! she just like started dating some other dude. And uh he was older and had a car, so it made a lot of sense in hindsight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He could do more. I would have did it too, girl. Okay. <laughs> I get it, Shamarla. I ain't bl- I ain't mad at you. But um yeah it was just interesting though because i remember we wrote went to atlanta i'm in the back of the car and listening to my walkman and listening to brian mcknight for the for like the first like true r&b like cd i've i really really listened to yeah you're rep boy and uh yeah he was on there singing about one last cry and i was i was tearing up singing up, singing about your life i said i'm gonna have one last cry (laughs) then i'm going to eighth grade (laughs) and i'm never gonna feel like this again (laughs) but i wasn't like and let me uh you know let me i wasn't like and then i'm gonna get a podcast mics and make all the women pay forever um but uh yeah, so zero one to 10 for the, the gender war of Brian McKnight. What would you give it?
2: I would give this one probably about a 6 or a 7. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it's not that high is because, yeah, but it, it ain't at its height height. Like, not trying to find, like, Jada Pinkett, like, right now, like, every, right. everything she touches is like a 10 almost. Like, mm-hmm. nine nah, or a 10. You know, you're going to have, and you have, not trying to find, you got to be of a certain age to even know who the fuck he is. So, you know, that's why I was like, yeah, it's kind of lower. This is like the old people during the wars. New people go, who who the fuck is this? Like, 1992? Shit, I
1: wasn't even born. Yeah, for me, my problem is, is the innovation isn't there. This feels like what he was already doing. He stepped it up a notch so i would give it like a seven you know but people ain't really fighting about it no more Mm -hmm. and maybe this one was too egregious so maybe even some of the dudes are like even if your kids are assholes you don't do shit like this to publicly like like maybe something's wrong with you or maybe it just didn't catch on for some reason but Mm -hmm. like he was trending but i didn't see as much fighting Mm -mm. um we'll do one more gender war all right now this one is a video from a podcast Okay. Okay. So you know, this this definitely gonna try to start something. And now the person that posted said, "This is an interesting conversation about the oversexualization in hip hop." Agree or disagree? That's a good thoughts type of post. Okay, so they didn't
2: say thoughts, but that, but that's yeah. that's how it should
1: end. That's definitely a we trying to get the gender war started. This has four point nine million views on Twitter. Child, I missed it. Don't uh, ask me how. Fifteen hundred retweets, some likes. I don't know how many like of these are quotes or whatever. Right? I think uh, it doesn't tell you the number of quotes, but yeah, there's a lot of. So a lot of people have quoted it, which helps it go viral. Uh, but here's 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 now this dude looks like anytime you got he looks like like he's doing a bad Nick Cannon impression with his hair <laughs> and wrapped up and like that, the yeah. hoodie and. The hoodie says, be real, be righteous, be relevant. So, um, anyway, he's about to break down. say be king at the last one? Uh, Probably, (laughs) probably.
3: (laughs) Anytime you got Lotto on stage acting like she giving somebody head, you heard Mm -hmm. me, with the microphone and she's on stage at the Rolling Loud Festival and and she's acting like she giving somebody head. You think little girls ain't looking at that being like, oh, bet. Well, that's my favorite rapper. So, if that's what she doing with her time on stage, that must be what I gotta do when I get in that position with a dude. Or maybe it makes me curious to want to get in that position with a dude as a young woman watching that. When you got Janelle Monáe.
1: Now, what's interesting here is not the boys or men watching it are affected at all
2: at all zero not worried about them
1: them. (laughs) like you supposed to want to get your dick sucked little boy Uh, yeah
2: ain't talking about Janelle Monae you know the thing is this whole album is a sexualized album like yeah but are
1: little girls at the 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 lotto concert and is this a standard you would hold all of hip hop too because hip hop is also violent it's also criminal it also it encourages a lot of fucked up shit mm-hmm. and I've never heard any dude go on a microphone and make this argument for like why little boys shouldn't listen to Drake. Because so they, they won't learn how to appreciate women and respect them. No one's right. going to ever make that argument. No one's going to ever say, why are y'all listening to Griselda or Pusha T or whoever the next rapper talking about doing drugs and shit. You're not going to normally hear that from guys concerned for little boys who look up to these male rappers. So it's already couched in some explicit patriarchal bullshit. Right.
3: Very smart, educated, talented woman, but when she get on stage at Essence Fest and she chooses to lift her shirt up and show her breast, they call it sexual liberation, but it's really just you're just trying to go viral. That's all that is. But you, got-
1: but you're trying to go viral off of her pulling up her titties mm. vibe. because you commenting on it. Yeah, by doing this, like it's come on, let's keep it real, y'all. I mean, when y'all clip this and put it out, you know, y'all were hoping to get waves.
3: Got all these women that's like, bet. I guess that's not inappropriate behavior. When you got pa- Megan Thee Stallion... This, t-
2: this. How many women you know that are just walking around at Essence Fest and just walking around fucking pulling
1: up their shirts? We're not Janelle Monet. And women aren't like robots. Women have the same and, amount of critical thought that goes into... And women aren't stupid. Right. Women have the same amount of critical thought that uh, the men who consume the music do. Right. So everything you thought about, a woman has thought about. Mm. Probably more. And so they're not going, Janelle Monae show her titties. I am a robot must pull my titties out. Like, they're like, okay, it's a show. It's like if you go to a strip club and someone, and you see a stripper, you don't go, I guess I have to be a stripper too. You just go, that happened at a strip club. I bought a ticket at an entertainment venue where I know she's going to sing her sexual songs and possibly pull out a titty. It's really not
3: the end of the fucking world. Mm -mm. Turn an essence fest into a twerk fest. Man, you got young women thinking that that's acceptable behavior. And that's considered real. And then the media is going to put her on pause the cover. It.
2: You say this, but, you know, have you ever came out talked about the
1: video vixens? you are not tell times, like, 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 if we really going to be that motherfucking deep now. Right. We were, This is this is a big hole in the argument. And whenever I hear men talk about this shit, it's easy to dismiss them because... Either they know how stupid they sound or they're too stupid to know how stupid they sound. So what you have is like this kind of Bill Burrism of like, I know I'm wrong, but I would like to complain about it anyway. So I just want to rag on these women. So I'm going to act like I'm not like, I'm going to act like I'm making some good point and then just dismiss the whole, like, I've never been like this before. I felt the opposite when the whip was, when the leash was in the hand of Snoop Dogg, it was different for me about those women. It was fine that we didn't respect those women. And those women, you know, like, their role, uh, like, when 2 Live Crew is on stage literally getting their dick sucked, I I was not mad. I was actually supporting them. And now you want to have this, like, retcon kind of, like, yeah, I should have always been against that. No, you're only feeling away because women are in charge of their own sexuality at this point. Right, and you- it, and And it's not up to you to determine what's liberation for them,
2: right? And it's all of it is about controlling. So when you say women's liberation, all you're saying we can't control you. You're doing your own thing. So now it's liberation, and basically it's liberation from us. And who's
1: calling it liberation? It's the women. It's not.
3: I, I can. Right. I can see if it was
1: something that men label liberation, and then we were like, well, it's not. Now you can argue about it. You don't have to support it. There's plenty of women who don't feel like it's liberating to do that stuff. Right. So they. Don't do those things. All
2: right. You know no, what I they mean? They don't consume this music if, if they don't want to.
3: All magazine And she's woman of the year here and, and wins this award for this and all that. And that's just the women, bro. Let's not talk about the men who are constantly disrespecting women in the music. And we've normalized the biggest rapper in the world. Drake goes on tour with 21 Savage. You got a big old piece.
1: It froze for some reason. I don't know. I didn't do that.
3: Um the biggest rapper in the world drake goes on tour with 21 savage you got a big old p uh, i guess
1: it really froze that's the end of the clip yeah a little like it. huh
2: is that the end
1: yeah i guess it froze okay damn they didn't do the damn clip right uh anyway the point being though even bringing up like i said it's so i love that he brought it up after we said it it's the Nine albums in, I'm gonna start talking about Drake. One album in for mulatto, a big lotto, I'm gonna I'm gonna go in on her. Because it's and it's only you're only now pretending to have a problem with the men because you have a problem with the women doing it. i right it like like it's not you don't have these standards. If I look in your fucking rap catalog, I fucking guarantee you it's a bunch of misogyny up in there. It was just okay when it was men doing it. That's it. That's what men supposed to do. Um, so it feels like such a fake ass argument to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also comes from this place of I think fear and irrelevance because women are at the at this point making better rap music than most of the younger men, um, and the older men are irrelevant. No offense to those old rappers. I listen to some of them too. Yes, sir. But like. It's a reason that you're not seeing like the sales numbers and the and all this stuff for like Nas's trilogy of magic. You're not seeing the same level of cultural relevance because kids and stuff consider him like an elder statesman. Like we respect the dude, but we not bumping him like that. Right. We bumping Megan. We bumping Cardi. We bumping this kind of, you know, Lotto. We bumping that shit. And those. Women are making better music right now. Um, even the rappers that we would consider a little younger than us that we think are making good music, they're old rappers, though. Yes, Kendrick is an old rapper. Yeah, J. Cole is an old rapper. rapping
2: standards. Them niggas is old. Yes. Right. So
1: I feel like this is one of those things where black men feel like they're losing space within rap, losing relevance within rap. The women control their own destiny and the women that listen to it like that shit. Yes. They, they like a lot of those, a lot of the women that it's like, if you watch the, the TV show rap shit, there's a ton of sex and fucking and twerking and all this type of stuff on there that's happening and cursing. And it's very like, like it can, it's lube blah, blah. It's made by black women for black women, basically. So they're telling you, like, yeah, it's part of our culture. We're fine with that. We still, because we understand where it comes from. We respect each other. If it was um, when it's a black person, black dude making something like that, and the women are objectifying and stuff, and it's not, their agency isn't really brought into it, their opinions aren't really brought into it, we don't have these conversations.
2: No, because they don't care.
1: You know, we should have don't see Dolores Tucker. Now niggas are j- digging up her grave or whatever. Like we Now motherfuckers are trying to act like we should have gave her the respect. You didn't, and you know you didn't, and you never wanted to. You only feel like... You can use her memory as a weapon against these black women now. That's all it's about.
2: Right, and and, and the thing is, particularly bringing up Janelle Monae, she's not even a rapper, so what are we talking about? If that's the case, you know, so how she dressed before, did you come, so before she had agency, and before you know, it wasn't sexual liberation, like, regardless of how she dressed, it was all sexual liberation to her, but you know, now all of a sudden, since this titties, is quote-unquote sexual liberation, when it mm, probably right. was that the whole time right but you know now since she's you know showing more skin and shit like that all of a sudden you want to fucking
1: clutch your pearls and i i ultimately man maybe it's just men's turn to 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 shut the fuck up like honestly because i feel like uh, if you listen if you watch like the women in hip-hop uh docu-series on netflix which is really good you see how much misogyny and shit that men not only got away with but like came up off of it like like they became somebody because of this and the role that women had to adjust to to get power within that industry it was not a fair road it was not even um even when somebody would bust through we would use them as a cudgel against the other women mm-hmm. you know it was ice cube loves yo-yo because she's not Michelle a you know what I'm saying like it's like it was it was never like a respect for the uh totality the tapestry of femininity throughout the industry it was here's the right way to be a woman which is still a very patriarchal box that we're putting women in
2: yeah and also maybe this is the way I view it Nicki Minaj was one of the not trying funny one of the last women of a certain generation and after her it's almost like a it was almost like a change of guard kind of almost and like you said you have a lot of women that are independent they're not tied to men they don't have men cosigning them they wouldn't ball in and kind of race through through this a lot of them are sounding like women a lot of them don't deepen their voices and shit to quote-unquote mimic men or rap like men They're like, no, i know i want to rap about shit that's relevant to that, that, that i want to quote-unquote talk about and so it was like to me, it was like a from old guard to new guard, in my opinion.
1: Like, yeah, like but I can see e- that and even with some of these, like women rapping now, there's still like a, like that. Nikki was the last person that we were like, this is the queen of hip hop, and there can be no others. Correct. Um, and that's always been a male thing. That's not women doing that. She Mm-mm. bought into it, mm-hmm. but all these women that rap now, there's a a bunch of them, and they all rap like I'm the baddest bitch in the world. Right, and that you know we had that before in the industry when you had a queen latifah and a moni love and an mc like all at the same time salt and pepper and they all rapped about being the best and the baddest Mm -hmm. but it was it was fine for them to hop on a track together too it was fine for them to go on a tour together or something and we're getting back to that now you could really put on a women hip-hop tour right now and that shit would sell the fuck out in a lot of places yeah yeah um let Megan and Cardi go on to a bitch. I might get a ticket. Yeah. Like they could literally do something like that right now. I know the numbers and the money is all different. And mm-hmm. I know Meg Megan's next album is going to be independent. She's funding her own album. So like women are getting power in a way that men had that power. And when men had that power, the women were relegated to side status and, you know, video vixens and, and objects to be fucked. And now, Men got a problem with it because it ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. Right. Now that women are rapping about being the ones that play the dudes and get yeah. money and don't yeah. care. And, right. Come on. And they're not rapping like, you know, Not no offense to Remy Ma, but they're not doing that thing you said where they're trying to get the deepest voice and be like, I'll rob a nigga too. Like, they're just like, no, I'm twerking. I'm fucking dudes. I'm mm-hmm. to making money. Yeah, yeah. And I don't love none of these niggas. And I would never... You know i would never return that whether they live that or not that's what they rap about
2: right And it's one of those things i'm not knocking that but it's it's just looking at the overall view that, yeah. that people have we used to do that
1: exactly so yeah man anyway zero to ten for the gender wars of that of that content we just watched
2: this one right here particularly if you're somebody in a hip-hop community And you love hip hop or you love rap or you particularly if you love women rap or quote unquote hate women rap this right here is a good eight or nine possibly yeah you know it's pretty high up there just for the simple fact that he quote unquote tries to play both sides but Mm. that's not the reality of what he has going on and particularly for the fact that you bought Janelle Monae what the fuck she got to do with rap like I'm not trying to find like what she got to do you just want to talk about her because she showed the titties the fuck is this
1: yeah and um I give it a nine because i think uh he's full of shit um in that all these niggas are full of shit and i think that's what me that's what i can't ever get past is that your premise of your argument is you don't want to see janelle monet's titties you the one we finally found a lottery winner the needle in the haystack the one motherfucker on earth that's over some titties get the fuck out my face sir with all due respect you're a fucking weirdo if that's even true and all these niggas that get they're just getting older and faking i hate that shit it's so fake it's the it's snoop Dogg talking about women need to respect themselves and then you can always pull up the picture of him showing up to an award show with two black women on leashes like with scantily clad on leashes and you're just like you're full of shit how you can walk this earth being so full of shit i don't know but i can look at you and go you're full of shit and i don't gotta respect that so yeah i, I i'll give this uh like a strong nine and i and his bringing up drake was such a smart move because most people are too dumb to to not understand that that's not necessarily an even thing that he's bringing up oh no uh especially the people that i think a lot of people that hate drake will even fall for that because they like i hate drake and his misogyny and i'm like this dude's not on your side dummy but okay <laughs> he's not <laughs> but since you hate him too i guess it's fine, you know um all right so that was uh the gender war we're
0: going to war
3: it's gender war there's a war going on outside Gender war <laughs> There's a war going on
1: outside Gender war, war. war. Alright, it is late, so we're gonna go ahead and wrap up with Sword Ratchetness, okay? You what know mean? what it is um, And uh, We'll obviously be back throughout the week So mm-hmm. you'll get um, You'll get the um, You know, you'll get the other stuff throughout the week uh, Sword Ratchetness time <laughs> I just had to tap into my superpower as a straight man, okay? It's easy to see through that shit. <laughs> you don't want to see the titties. You didn't like her suck- pretending to suck dick. You not on their Instagrams looking at all the asses and shit. Stop. Stop. Who are you doing this content for? To go viral on Twitter. Of course. Uh, a crossbow samurai sword and 250,000 pounds worth of drugs. Not the measurement, but the pound of like currency. Okay. Is it a cross a crossbow? A samurai sword.
2: Okay, I thought you said a crossbow samurai sword. I've been like, that's the new level. (laughs) Yeah. Walking dead season twelve. We got something. (laughs) Right. I was about to say, what is happening here? That's about like the shotgun axe
1: Yeah. Uh (laughs) a southwest of England's five police forces work together with the aim of putting a ring of steel around the region against drugs operation scorpion ran from october 9th to october 15th they arrested 94 people and safeguarded 62 young vulnerable adults wow uh guess young people and adults okay um they said, uh, speaking on behalf of the forces, these positive results from last week's activities of arrest and drug seizures show that we are being effective in disrupting the illegal drugs trade, taking illegal substances off the street, arresting those who deal them, as well as dismantling those criminal gangs and in, in the county lines. It's, it's so, it must be so great for y'all overseas, Cross the pond. Chip, chip, cheerio to y'all. Because, man. Y'all niggas had a fucking '94 arrest operation, Scorpion drug sting that ran for a week. Y'all ain't getting no guns, a crossbow and a samurai sword like it's Daryl and Michonne. <laughs> all right, that's all y'all. Y'all got some that's Walking it's. Dead weapons. I got some fucking Monty they, Python weapons they, over there. They had to go old school. It's you, probably a lot harder to get your hands on guns. Do you know how hard it would be in America to arrest 94 people doing anything and not find at least a gun? A gun, one. You could arrest 95 people for jaywalking. Someone going to have that heat on them. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Uh, But, yeah, so they, they were able to save some people and stuff. Must be nice. And you got a sword off the street. And that's what really counts. All right, y'all. We'll be back throughout the week. Thanks for listening. Until next time, I love you. I love you, too. Mwah. Mwah.